Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And today joining us is Robbie Quarter, City Manager of University Park. Thanks for joining us, Robbie. Yeah, Martha, Nellie, thanks for having me. It's exciting to, uh, to be on a podcast. This is my first podcast, by the way. What? So. Us too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, what exactly, I have to ask this, there are signs out in everybody's yards for elections, et cetera. What exactly is a city manager and are you an elected official? Uh, that's a great question. Um, my kids ask me that um, almost every day. Like, what do you do? Um, <laughs> a lot of meetings. Um, so I always equate city managers to CEOs. Um, think of, of how you would think of a corporate structure. You've got um, you know, a board of directors that is, is in charge of the overall direction of the company, but then they hire a CEO to really implement the policies of the board and the overall um, strategy of the company. And, and that's very much like what a city manager is. So I'm, I'm not elected. I'm actually appointed by the city council. So I report to the mayor and the four council members in University Park um, and basically direct the day-to-day operations of the city, but also um, uh, work with them and implementing the city council, the elected officials vision for our community. So uh, you know, really day to day, I'm I'm the one in the office. Um, you know, that's 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 uh, that's here to make sure that the city runs in an efficient, appropriate manner, um, and that we're that we're heading in the right direction. Hmm. Well, it's a pretty amazing city, and we all love living here. And so many of us moved here for the schools, the parks. The, um, it's such a pedestrian friendly city. But I understand that it almost didn't become University Park. Can you walk <laughs> us through a little bit of the history? Sure. No, the, the history is fascinating. And, and I'll, give, um, I'll give a little plug here for the city's website. If, if anybody's interested, there's a little section on the website that talks about the city's history. And there's a great video in there of one of our former mayors, this guy by the name of Roy Coffey. Um, he was a mayor for um, a while in University Park, but his father was also a mayor. And his father was mayor during some of the more tumultuous times uh, in University Park's history in, in the sense that uh, you know, going into World War II, this community was was struggling, um, you know, with, with its indebtedness and some other things. And uh, there was a, a, a big debate. In fact, the, at that time, um, the mayor and the council members, um, actually, they were called commissioners back then, but they actually voted to um, disincorporate and, and become part of the city of Dallas uh, in the 40s. And they had to have an election to do that. So it was just a vote of the council to say that they were willing to put that on the ballot, and it was one of the mostly one of the most hotly contested um, elections uh, in University Park history. I think to this day it still is one of the largest turnouts. And you know, with a slim margin of fifty three percent, the the voters decided to stay a city of uh, University Park and not uh, be annexed by the city of Dallas. Uh, ironically, at about that same time, um, there was a town of Preston Hollow, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, but. Uh, the residents in that area actually made the opposite decision and Preston Hollow became part of the city of Dallas. Uh, well, so. Do you feel that the decision by the Park Cities to remain its own city was uh, was based really on finances? I, I think a large part of it had to do with finances just because of the, the burden of a growing, at that time, a growing city um, needing to develop infrastructure, mainly water and sewer and streets um, and just the, the obligation of that. And by that time, um, you know, Dallas had, had, had grown north, um, had, had nearly reached the city of University Park uh, in terms of its boundaries. Uh, you know, when the city was originally incorporated in 1924, 
Dallas was was very far south. <laughs> you know, you had Highland Park uh, that, that was incorporated before University Park and was was uh, our immediate neighbor to the south. But Dallas was still a ways away; uh, hadn't quite reached up here. Well, um, I, I want to talk about the parks in our neighborhood, but first I want to start with Coffee Park because I remember a conversation when I first arrived here. I did not expect to move to Dallas. I was with my son, who has a learning difference, and it is a learning difference park for those who don't realize mm-hmm. it. Yep. And I remember I met a woman there who had a daughter the same age, and she said to me, you're going to love it. Just give it a chance, which is absolutely true. It's exactly what happened. Uh, so Coffee Park's one of my favorites. Every time I drive by it, I have little memories of my little kid, you know, hanging around on the ropes, et cetera. Um, And then that makes me think, that brings me to Carruth Park, which by the way, what the hell is going on? I'm sorry, (laughs) but like I drive by and I'm like, are they just looking for things to like give people jobs? What's happening? I mean, it was so beautiful and now it's just a a dirt pile. Yeah. You want to know what's going behind the green wall? (laughs) Is that what you're asking? Yeah. (laughs) Give us a Um, peek. Yes. Yes. Um, It's actually a a really cool project. Um, And something that we've been um, talking about for some time in this community, because if you, dr- if you try to drive around town, whenever there's one of those tremendous thunderstorms that jump, dumps a lot of water really quickly, um, you know that there's intersections in town where if you drive through, there's, there's standing water. There might be a foot to three feet of water. Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell people that Turtle Creek, uh, south of Carruth Park, as it meanders uh, down towards uh, Lover's Lane, it becomes... A creek again and it literally does it has white caps sometimes um yeah. so we we have an undersized stormwater system basically is, is what it amounts to and so that the, that rainwater doesn't have anywhere to go and uh we've we worked on this for quite some time had, had several engineers look at it and the the Caruth park project is the first of, of many phases of projects to come but essentially what it is is we dug a gigantic hole where the soccer field and the baseball field were and we put in a, it's called a storm trap system. And it's an underground uh, storage um, area for that water. The idea is to, to take that water that's coming from the north, coming from the east, and put it someplace during that rain event long enough to hold it there, let the storm pass, and then slowly release that water back into our, our system. Um, that's, that's, that's the basics of it. But it required an enormous hole uh, the one thing I, I, I will say is that that field that goes back on top of that, because it's an underground system, but we'll have the soccer field and the baseball field back on top of it um, here shortly. Uh, that field will have great turf because <laughs> it's going to be the best dirt uh, that you can possibly put underneath a field. It's not that clay soil, um, but it's, it's a neat project. I think it's an innovative project. I'll give um, the Public Works Advisory Committee and the council uh, a lot of credit for moving forward with it. Uh, but it's it's an attempt to basically handle some of these surges of uh, flooding well, events. I'm just right. hoping that there will still be that trout pond that <laughs> they stock so yep. little kids can go, you know, just catch a fish in an instant. I love that. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yeah. No, the fishing derby is one of our kind of prized, uh, prized events, and we're, we're definitely going to do that. Oh, yeah. My son loves it every year. So, Nellie, you and I have talked for years about one of our most favorite things about living in University Park is Snyder Plaza. And we love going to the tree lighting. Like, I'll never forget the very first time I went to the tree lighting and my kids were really young. I thought, I picked the right neighborhood. I mean, it's just this warm, cozy, amazing feeling. And you see everyone from the neighborhood. 
It's a, it's a jewel. I mean, Snyder Plaza is, um, I like to call it our downtown because I really think it is. It's the place that we all identify as kind of the city center. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you guys have been following along, but there's been a lot of discussion with the city and the city council and some merchants as well as property owners out there about how to improve Snyder Plaza because it's a, it, you know, it's, it's a jewel, but it's a, it is one of the, original areas of, of our town. I think it was, I think the first store opened up in 1928 sometime around there uh, with the fountain, you know, that we're all familiar with right there at Milton. Um, and it, it has a bunch of old infrastructure in there. And uh, that, that is the, the city's desires to replace that old underground infrastructure. But, but since you're tearing it up, what can we do to improve it at, at the surface level? Um, and you know, Snyder Plaza is is a difficult topic because it's so congested. Um, you know, you know when you get in there, it's hard to find a parking spot certain times a day. Um, those stores are are locally owned stores. Um, you know, and I I think the community has said year after year, hey, we want to keep Snyder Plaza um, kind of a local place, um, yes. and that's certainly the goal of this. But uh, you can go back to the seventies and eighties and see studies that were done to say, how can we help Snyder Plaza? How can we fix some of the infrastructure? How can we deal with parking? Um, and it's just, it's, it's a difficult subject because anytime you, you do construction, boy, you're, you're going to affect people's um, stores. You're going to affect their ability to, to, to serve the community. And, you know, we're mindful of that, but we're also mindful of the fact that we've got pipes in the ground that are from the twenties and thirties. Um, so it's a difficult project, but I think, you know, we went through in a very elaborate process um, of, of engaging a, a local architect and, and planner. And he's worked with, with the city and the staff and the council uh, to come up with a plan. It's on the city's website. Um, I think it's a great uh, plan. Uh, we just got to figure out how to pay for it because <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah. Uh, it's very expensive. You're talking somewhere between 12 and $15 million just to do the water sewer and uh, and some of the paving uh, after that, and you want you want to put it back uh, better than you found it, right? Um, right. Well, so. sure. I. It's funny that you said it's the downtown because to me, and I'll tell you a story that will make you laugh. But like to me, it's the town square. Like I consider I it town square, uh, and that's what I love about it. Like I don't want to change too much of it. You, obviously, it has to grow and change with the times. But I've told Martha this many times, like every time I talk to my, one of my sisters, she's like, oh my God, you use the word Snyder Plaza in every sentence. Like you're always like, so we were at Snyder Plaza. then we were at Snyder Plaza. She's like, oh my God, stop saying that. <laughs> well, you know, some of those places are just so iconic. I mean, you know, you look at back at the, the history of the city and, you know, we, the city, you know, we, we get a lot of our, our, our. Uh, items from those stores, you know, Lane Flores, we buy flowers all the time. JD's Chippery, we're constantly getting cookies for meetings and things like that. And everybody has those stories. And I think that's what kind of makes it such a unique, small little town and a big metropolitan area. Well, Absolutely. I've always wanted to start a candy shop in Snyder Plaza. So that you could, it could be like called Up With Candy. Yeah. So it's UP. <laughs> and uh, because like, you know, all those sort of, you know, you know how you go to like seaside or places like that. And it's Dylan's candy shop in New York. It's always about the kids just want to go in. They want to pay $45 for a t-shirt and, and buy their candy. You know, you walk out the door with some candy and a t-shirt for like 150 bucks. But like, <laughs> I think that's what we're missing in Snyder Plaza. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
so Robbie, I understand that there's going to be some changes going on down at the Miracle Mile, and some people don't call it the Miracle Mile. So can you tell us where that is and what's going on? Sure. Um, it's not quite a mile, obviously, but in University Park, it's the area on Lover's Lane from Douglas essentially to the tollway. So it's that retail corridor uh, that's in there. Again, it's kind of another kind of iconic historical uh, shopping center for the city. And in, I think it extends into Dallas, obviously, as a continued retail area. And perhaps that's where it got its its mile designation. But um, that's another area that we the city has old aging infrastructure. Um, and we need to figure out a way to to replace it, but do it in a, in a way that's mindful, again, of those businesses. And, and of course, all of this is in light of the pandemic and the, the effect that that has had on these businesses. That's just such... It's, yeah. Honestly, it's tragic. Um, I, I hate to see it. I know the community hates to see it. Um, but, you know, the city is, is trying to put a plan in place to, to do that in a way that respects that, but also gets the infrastructure um, redone, so to speak. We, uh, we started a, a master planning process with, with the business owners and property owners a couple of years ago on that. And there's always been, uh, you know, a fear that the city wanted to widen, um, you know, that from a two-lane road to a four-lane road. And you know, certainly that was thought yeah. of, but, um, you know, that would take out so much parking. Um, and that, again, is another one of our, our problems in this community is parking. Uh, so we, we actually worked with um, the county, Dallas County. Uh, they, they helped us come up with a master plan and a, and a process to engage the storefronts um, and the property owners and also some of the, the, the residential homes in that area. And, uh, you know, we came up with, I thought was a really good plan to, to redo the paving, keep it a two lane road. We're actually adding parking as part of this plan. There's about 15 extra spaces that will get redone. Um, you know, incredibly sexy things like drainage will be addressed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, uh, the life of a city manager, right? Um, but, uh, some sidewalk improvements, some pedestrian improvements um, in that area, you know, being able to, to trust that you can walk, um, especially if you're a child walking from the north side to the south side. How do you do that? And putting in some, some new crosswalks and some new traffic signals that will, that will accommodate that um, are a big part of that plan. The great news about that, um, again, it's when you're talking infrastructure, it's expensive. It's about a seven to eight million dollar project. Um, but because we work with Dallas County, um, you know, we believe um, that we're, we're going to get some Dallas County money from that. Um, in fact, they, <clears throat> they notified us that, you know, we, we might get up to m- about 50% of that from uh, Dallas County funds that are dedicated to road and bridge improvements. So we're excited that we get a partner with the county. We're excited that we get to address some infrastructure needs. Um, but, you know, those, these projects, these are, these are big projects for this community. I mean, uh, you're talking about disrupting Snyder Plaza, Miracle Mile. Uh, Carruth has been a disruption, um, but it'll be a, a bigger disruption as we move north and deal with some of the, the pipes in Hillcrest. So it's it's heavy infrastructure right now is, is really what the city is dealing with. Well, and I get that. And I just want to go back to Snyder Plaza because I have to say it in every almost every sentence that, I, that comes out of my mouth. But is it true that there's going to be more of a town squarish feel to it in this plan? Yeah, there's 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 a, a lot of amenities included in that. Yeah, so uh, we were mindful of wanting to put in more streetlights, you know, to make it a little bit brighter area. Um, there's quite a bit of they're called decorative pavers um, that are that are in the plan um, that basically make and look it makes it feel like a really special place, um, and that's the goal. Is we want 
Snyder Plaza when you go down there with your family to your candy shop that you're going to open. Now I am holding you to that. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> when you go down there, it is, it, you have a, a feel and a vibe to, uh, to it that's special and that you know it's local. You know that it's, it's not, um, you know, something that, that people don't want in this community and, and keeps its historical significance. So the plan, you know, has a lot of lighting, has a lot of trees, has some vegetation, actually has a, a, a little new pocket park that's in there. Uh, right by um, uh, the, kind of the southern end of it, by uh, where the restaurants are, there's a little pocket park um, that's there that I think is going to be great for kids and young families that they want to sit outside and have a cup of coffee or an ice cream cone, and they, their kids can have a little dedicated area um, that's you know got some 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 features that they can climb on or play. So. I think there's a lot of really good things. Um, All of this sounds wonderful. I'm so excited to see everything that's coming about. I feel like Nellie and I kind of got the exclusive here because we got we went directly to the CEO of University Park and we got the scoop. I love this. <laughs> but uh, I just have to ask, does that mean it's going to be torn up for like two years? <laughs> or is it going to go in stages? Or longer. Um, you know, that's, that's the challenge, right? Um, you're talking about replacing all the sidewalk, replacing all the paving, paving the street paving in the middle of the, of the plaza. Uh, you know, the council several months ago kind of made the decision that they wanted to keep the existing parking. You know, the one that is double bayed uh, from from basically Daniel to I think it's Rankin, and then it changes to a sing, you know two head in parking spaces without the middle portion. So the parking layout's going to stay the same but we have to redo all that paving and that's going to be the disruptive factor. And that's what we're tackling as a staff right now is how best to orchestrate that project to coincide with the water and sewer. The water and sewer is mostly in the alleys. So the there's alleys between Snyder Plaza and Hersey to the West. And then you also have that interior alley that's between Snyder Plaza and Hillcrest uh, that we're trying to, to kind of manage and figure out what's the best sequence of construction so that we don't have um, mass outages uh, to access with people. It, but it's, it's, it's at least a multi-year project. I'll put it that way. Well, thank well you so I, we know Snyder Plaza and we know that you guys will do it in a way kind of like Highland Park did when they recently did these things, a lot of construction, in a way that still keeps it alive for the local yeah. businesses, et cetera. Uh, well, first of all, because it's income <laughs> for <laughs> Snyder Plaza, but also just because it keeps people going back to that town square. Right, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Well, Robbie, thank you so much for joining us today. I really have enjoyed this information. And that's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>